What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. I'm super excited today. I hope everyone else is. And um, it's going to be another great episode. I got Brian Frazier on with me. I'm just excited to hang out, uh, talk to him a little bit, and, uh, you know, shoot the show. So, Brian, thanks for coming to hang out with me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. It's been a, it's been a minute. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, we've had it on the we've had it on the schedule for a while, right? You book out. I like it. Yeah, you book them out, man. <laughs> Not really. I what we were just talking about. Remember what we were talking about about my last job? That's why I'm I making it look like you packed for a year, man. Come on. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, yeah, I'm booked out. If anyone uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with me, wait till 2023. <laughs> May of 2023 is when you're coming out, so don't worry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I'm I'm super excited to hang with you today. I, I uh, you know you obviously within our 10 minutes of talking on uh, off recording here, you're 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 a great dude. You're funny as hell. Um, and um, you know I'm just super excited. You got a sick hat game and a phenomenal shirt game. Listen, if nothing else, if nothing else. They'll say nothing else works out. We got that going. <laughs> <laughs> if, if nothing else works out, Brian's paying two fifty for a t-shirt. <laughs> People will be like, "Man, yeah, I don't know about his music, but he was fresh on stage." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're out. you're from uh, Virginia? Yeah, you're I'm from, from a, a little town called Winchester, Virginia. Uh, it's in the Shenandoah Valley, the Blue Ridge Mountain area, basically where Country Roads was written about. Right? Cool. I, I literally live twenty minutes from the Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River, and that whole area um it's about an hour e uh, hour west of dc so that's kind of the closest city but grew up like just close enough to where there's stuff and farther enough from the city to where i can be in the mountains in about 10 minutes so it was a cool cool place to grow up so what do you what do you do in the mountains as a kid like like what do you um i mean we definitely the the, the shando river was a big focal point i mean we boost i have a song called boost tube and i wrote about that. go boost tubing get on some tubes get hammered with your friends float down the river um all you kind of your stereotypes you would think in country music but it's true uh field parties i mean i can show you the field right by the creek that i grew up on where through high school and stuff i'd park my jeep wrangler and we would play beer pong and do all the all the stuff yeah. you know calls havoc and uh just like a lot of people grew up in the country, just, I mean, just randomly drive around until you find something to do. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a really beautiful area though. Um, so, I mean, wasn't the worst than a lot of like small towns that aren't exactly the postcard picture. My backyard looks like a postcard in a weird way, just because of the mountains and stuff. That's so cool. I miss it every day. I, I mean, if I could do this from Virginia, where I'm from, I probably would, but you can't. And um, I mean, I'll, one day I'll have a house back there, probably. I was gonna say you can always one day kind of cut it in between if it comes down to that. Nashville will always be my home though, but I, I love Virginia. I mean, I got the flag behind me always. I'm definitely a Virginian forever. It's one of those things. Yeah, I love it. in my blood. People are just like, you want to put Virginia in every song? I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're trying. It's funny because because uh, you said the field parties and and, and um, I live in a very suburban area of New yeah, York, yeah, yeah. I told you like my neighbor is on the other side of this wall probably like a good oh, like yeah, feet yeah. is my is my neighbor's house right like i'm literally to the point and i've said this before that i'll be sleeping in my room right and um i guess my neighbor my neighbor's den is like on the so side of the house that's closest yeah, to the side of my yeah. house right and sneezed really loud <laughs> and i heard it and i was like what the hell is that and I and my brother's across the hall, and I was like, "Yo, did you hear that? It was loud." 
Oh my god! <laughs> it's like I was like, oh man, and that's how close we are. That's literally that's how close. Yeah, yeah. Like we are so oh. close to each other that my brother had some. I don't know if I'm gonna be exposed. My brother had some <laughs> buddies over in the backyard over the summer, and and uh, you know, uh, yeah, I still live at home. I know it might be lame, but I still uh, live at home, saving up some dough. You know, to have the deal is. I've been there. Trust me. <laughs> and we all left for a family vacation, and my brother decided not that it was like you know i'm an adult i i can we can do this but he decided to have friends over and they're all gonna hang out i think it's the fourth july honestly and he decided to hang out you know have people in the backyard play cornhole yeah. that kind of deal neighbors called the cops on him it was like 10 oh, o'clock at night oh i've been to those type of parties like i most of my friends grew up in some suburban homes and like yeah yeah he but like it's ridiculous because kids never kids never got in trouble with his life not that he got in trouble because you know who when he answered the door it was my uncle at the door because my uncle's cop in town oh so the whole, so, the whole town's like oh, yeah, yeah. so he's like he's like hey I, I, uncle mike what are you doing here and he's like he's like you want to come in like you want a beer and he goes like, Keith, like, that, he's like that's why i'm here bro like they call the cops thing and he's like what are you talking about uh, <laughs> and it was it was not late but that's the yeah, size yeah. point so we we have some neighbors back here that have personal vendetta against us we don't know who that's they are the problem I, I mean even down here i've lived closer to people like that and i can't stand it i just was able to move out a little 20 minutes west and i got my own little property to where i can just kind of have have people over without people knowing me and that is the worst yeah thing because i'm a loud guy i hang out with nothing but loud friends so like when we're outside it's always like shit probably yeah like yeah i've, I've had that i've had that <laughs> multiple hey. times but, and we're musicians so people are playing music and shit so it's like that's right I, there's not there's not there's, there's nothing there's no problem with being loud in my opinion i'm a loud guy too i'm a loud guy too it's funny because those field parties i, I got to bring that back up because i've heard i've always heard about people having field parties and for me that sounds like a fucking fantastic time but for the next you know joe schmo walking down my street a field party's probably like what like why but like yeah, why would you go out in the middle of a field and do that for no reason <laughs> it does now thinking about it it's a little no to, but to me it sounds amazing it was cool i had a friend named Corey carper and his parents owned some property and like i mean dude we would always do the whole, hey, man, I'm staying. Like, I would tell my parents, I'm staying at my friend's house. Everybody ends up in a field. <laughs> and uh, some of the best memories and some of the memories that shaped my, you know, country songwriting. I mean, I can go back to those days. And we weren't doing anything other than drinking beer and playing beer. But, like, just not, I mean, not really, nothing bad other than just hanging out, drinking by a creek. But, like, some of the best memories with my friends in high school were with those. And uh, it immensely definitely affected the way I the music I make and stuff. I mean, just memories. I live, I got to live a lot and thank God no one died or anything crazy happened, but we, we raised hell. Like, I mean, it sounds like a stereotypical country song, but yeah. I mean, True. Field parties are real in some places. It's funny, but yeah, we're going to get you to a field party. I'm going to have a field party for you. I, can I, I, please, please. Next time <laughs> you have a field party, let me know. You get out here and have a Tennessee field party. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> please. I'll get on a flight. We'll have a field party. I'm down. For real. I'm down. Like, Play wow, some good music. I'm in. Like a real concert. Yeah, I respect it. So what do you what do you what do you listen to growing up? Like what's your thing? Obviously, we know you're a 90s guy. You love Garth. You're you're a big uh you're a big McGraw guy there. So. McGraw, I mean, all the shirts that I listen to. Alan Jackson, my dad got me, and that was Alan Jackson in Alabama were one and two my first concerts when I was like I was like four or five. I got to see Alabama. What's your favorite Alabama song? Ooh, oh man, what is it? Uh, my home's in Alabama, or honestly, this is a deep cut, but like not deep cut, but um, 
Christmas and Dixie. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's the greatest Christmas song <laughs> of all time, dude. But I mean, there's so many. Yeah, I mean, my home's in Alabama, and then um, I mean, Tennessee River. The hits, the hits going on. They have so many hits, and um, feels so yeah, right. I grew up going to Myrtle Beach a lot, and like they have a place there, so they'd always play. So I got to see them, and yeah, they're they're amazing. And Alan Jackson still. I got I just got to see Alan Jackson. I think it's his last concert, unfortunately. Because yeah. he had a, a degenerative nerve thing going on where he's got to retire. But um, in August, I got to see him one last time. My dad, my mom came down, and it, it was, dude, I almost, I, I haven't teared up at a concert in a while. That he still got it. It's still it. He can't really move, but I mean, that guy shaped my country music more than anything. And there's this song of his. I love all the Chattahoochee, all the hits. It's called To Do What I Do. Oof. And uh, anytime I'm really down in the outs, which I mean, with this the way this shit goes up and down to where one minute you're like, hell yeah, I got a cut. I got this. I'm feeling awesome to the next to where you're like, what the hell am I doing here? Why don't I go get a real job? <laughs> I just turn that song on and I go and, and then I mean, it kind of calms me down. And I'm like, all right, get back to it. And um, yeah, Alan just is one of those. And of course, all I grew up with a lot of stuff. I mean, the 90s country is huge. You've seen the TikTok world of the. We're, we're going to dive into that too. The 2000s rock stuff, like I definitely go into that world. The 90s, late 90s, 2000s rock. Just uh, yeah, my friend, uh, my friend and producer Alex Maxwell, he kind of grew up on the same rock stuff, and we kind of, we kind of go to that angle when we get a lot more rocky in the songs. And I, I grew up with the Nickelback, the the Creed, the Henders, the the what are we doing? I mean, all the butt rock you could say. <laughs> you know, <dude. laughs> oh, no. like um, uh, yeah. You put on an early 2000s rock list, I'm going to jam out. And I, I think there's a lot of people out there that kind of that grew up on that stuff, too, mixed with country. And I think that's kind of where I'm where I'm putting myself in, in, in the middle here, where it's a little different. But, it's, uh, but I love it because it's, it's not quite the bro country kind of deal, but it's also. Yeah, you know, kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm a bro, but don't no, ain't that bro. <laughs> that is true. I agree. You are a bro. Not that bro. <laughs> <laughs> I um no I love all that stuff too because it's, it's funny because I feel like and I, I I always say this you know um I definitely uh you know my love for country music is not universal throughout Bergen County New Jersey it is it is not yeah. it is not the same um I probably love country music just as much as you love country music but I also had to squeeze country music into the last you know nine years of my life everything so I started I started new right and I backtracked I backtrack, yeah. backtrack, I think right? the cool thing about Spotify and all the stuff is like people like you. I've heard so many people like that. Were like, I didn't grow up with it exactly like from the start. And they're like, but I just deep dove in the past six years and I'm obsessed. And I think oh, my I'm God. I'm obsessed. Into the country realm, which is cool because that just wouldn't happen before social media and Spotify. No. You, would, you would just have what's playing on your radio and in uh, Jersey and New York. It'd just be rock music and rap probably, which is I, I love. I grew up on that, too. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you don't you don't get exposed to it as much. No, not not at all. And it's 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 crazy to think that there's a there's a world. And I, and I will say this here is that New York, uh, the New York, New Jersey area yeah. just got rid of their own one and only country. All that. Yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. huge thing. I'm really upset about it. You got really great pages like uh, Country Swag, who um, 
who uh, Stephanie's really great over there and she, and she does some great things and her and uh, Kelly Ford, who used to be on the the main morning show host for 94, seven, they're kind of doing some things to kind of just keep it alive while the wheels keep turning. I mean, it is a major market and it's like, it is, it is a huge, like, the Meadowland still sells out when there's country concerts. There. Yeah. So it's, not like, it's not like, well, where are these people coming from? It's like, yes, the surrounding area has country fans. Yes. Just, I, overwhelmingly, I think some of the business makers just decide that we don't want to. It's what it comes down to, and it's sad. It's yeah. sad. But the thing is, the thing is this, is that this is what I realized. Well, as much as I think that, that look, let's put it this way, right? So when I started listening to country music, you know, obviously I use the Spotify's and the iTunes and all that yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. But I also use that radio station and that's where I got my first taste. So there's some kid out there that is 15 years old, a a, a, a young 15 year old Kyle Corbus looking to get into country music, but he's got no damn radio station. True, he, he can't, he can't get that because everyone I think has that moment. I know I did. I was like to where it just hits you. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I grew up with every genre of a country, like a couple songs just went to my heart and I go, I guess I, that's, that's my genre now. I'm like, yeah. And the young kid won't be able to hear that in a car, nope. like in the back of a car go, what is this? Why am I feeling this way? And why do I love this music now? Yeah. And, deep dive, and deep dive, like you're saying. Deep but dive now, to the point where some kid from New Jersey loves Christmas and Dixie. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you even knowing that. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I did? Um, it's funny. You'll, you'll find this funny on Christmas Eve or Christmas day. I think it was, um, I was at my aunt's house and my cousin's playing Christmas music. And I'm like, can I request a song? She's like, sure. None of my cousins listen to country music. None oh, of, yeah, my yeah. brother does. And that's about it. My brother doesn't listen to fucking Alabama. I'll tell you yeah, that. Deep, deep cut, just normal country. Yeah. Music. So I'm like, hey, I need you to put a song on. She's like, what? I'm like, Christmas and Dixie. <laughs> and, and it's playing throughout the, like, the surround sound speakers throughout the house. And they go, just turn it up a little bit. And the chorus comes on. And I started singing. Yeah. My mom's like, Kyle, what are you, like, what is this? Like, stop. And I'm like, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, tell me it's not fantastic. And that's, uh, that's, uh, that's my little Christmas story where everyone was like, oh, that's God. Hilarious. All the real Northerners are like, what the fuck, Kyle? <laughs> They probably for a second were like, Dixie, uh oh, what kind of songs are you about to put on here? <laughs> like, I don't know if we gotta go down that hole. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're probably not wrong, but um... yeah, the artist thing, though, then this is, you probably hear this a lot too, but like definitely, I was in high school when he came out, but Eric Church, and I'm looking at this tour poster now I have on my wall, actually, like from. Oh, like, I'm jealous. I have a tour poster when I have to hear. This is no, from. No, you better see this. This is from when he got kicked off the. Kind of see that. Rip that off the wall. That is, he played the 930 Club in DC, which is like the rock club. That's when he got kicked off the um, Taylor's, or not the, when Taylor Swift took over, the Rascal Flats Rascal tour. Flats he got tour. kicked off the Rascal Flats tour. And um, so I, I remember, and he was just playing rock clubs because no one else would book him. And um, that was, I guess, right when Carolina was about to come out. And then look, he was just like, rip down the posters if you want them. And I ripped that down. And I always remember that's probably one of the coolest concerts. I've been to a lot of concerts. That was, that cemented like, this is what I'm going to do. I wasn't playing out music that much. I was kind of just playing with my friends at campfires and stuff. Yeah. And I remember being like, hell yeah. I mean, and I think Eric's done that for a lot of people in our genre to where they're just like, this is why I'm going to play music. Eric's done that for me. Not in that rest respect, but. And yeah, this kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and especially I'm more rock country than anything, and he is too. And the, and the songwriting means so much to him to where, like, I just, it's, yeah, he's the truth, man. It's that out of all of them, especially the newer people, he's it. 
I think it's love for a lot of people. He's brought so many people into the genre because he's just real. Yeah. And that's, that's the most important part. Eric church changed my entire perspective on music. He also kind of changed my life a little bit. And I always tell people that, that the way my dad talked about Bruce Springsteen and the Eagles, yeah. right. It's the same way I'm going to talk about our church, my kids one day. I think that's what he is. Cause I always say it's like, he's already a, it's a, a first ballot hall of famer to me in the country music hall of fame. Be, every time I've been in that museum, I'm looking around, I'm like if I could pick the people that I would say right now, automatically like and he's that bruce springsteen for a lot of people because there's people that are going to his concerts that know nothing about other country music they go yeah. for him yeah like, and then he plays three hours by himself without an opener <laughs> you're like, you, you want to know what, what the best part about our church is and this this i'm sure you've had this experience too is i just got my first chance of seeing him uh in um what is it now in uh like november I think no, like early December, I got my first shot at seeing church and I've been trying to go for years. Um, I mean, now that he's so big. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I've been trying to go for a while. I've been trying to get tickets and I was willing to pay for the tickets. Absolutely. Cause it's Eric oh, church. He's, he's the reason why I'm doing anything. He's the reason why I love music, but um, you know, I've, I've had a couple of opportunities back in college, made some dumb choices and decided not to go. Yeah. And um and uh one day i was i, I was gonna fly to actually i was gonna fly to knoxville and see him in knoxville oh shit you're gonna go there. i almost thought about going to that show too I yeah was i was gonna go there and then last minute i couldn't go and then all of a sudden uh my girlfriend goes well he's playing at ubs in long island it's the new yeah, island yeah. brand new brand spanking new it was gonna be the first concert there or second oh, concert yeah. and i was like i was like okay and she goes well i already bought him so we're going <laughs> so i'm like fuck so we go but, but kristen doesn't she she doesn't uh she ne really never listened to her church before besides me, but before besides me putting him on the car she likes country music but more of like the the top level stuff that makes normal sense. yeah the, the yeah. normal people yeah, so yeah. we go and i'm like i'm like oh man i don't know if she's gonna i give her a bunch of songs to listen to but she was like give me give me 10 songs to listen to. i was like I want to give you 10. I'll give you three off every record. And, and then we'll go from there. The, amount of the catalog he has. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't give you 10. I'll give you three off every record. <laughs> I can't for the entire Carolina record. I said, just uh, listen. And that's, that was probably the best one. You can that's my it. favorite one. That's just, the easy listening to get into. Yeah. Oh my God. That's my favorite. And, but by the end of it, you were talking about Alan Jackson, like kind of getting teary eyed. I got a little teary eyed. Yeah, teary -eyed. I mean, seeing him live. Yeah. I, I, I it, it was, it was an experience. And, um, I loved it and she loved it too. And that's when I was like, man, this is how good this guy is. Someone can go in there. And when I gave her those songs, I'm going to be honest with you on the ride there, she only knew one song and it was Springsteen because it's the only one she listened yeah, to. Probably, I mean, that's the biggest hit he's ever had really. So we're normal people would listen to know that. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. by the way, I used to hate and now I love again. It had a second, second life for me. But, no way. It came back around. <laughs> yeah. I used to, cause people used to play it all the time. I used to be like, yeah, right, I'm good. But I love it. Um, but that's, that shows how captivating it is because you could take someone who doesn't know anything about him and be like, okay, now I'm a fan. That's the, the I mean, that's what everybody, you when you're making music, that what else can you do? That's But that's what the greats do. It doesn't matter. It's like, you can be like, well, I don't like country music. And then they hear it and they go, but I like that. Yeah. You find that a unique with certain people to where if you can get people from outside the genre going, I don't usually listen to any of this stuff, but like you, holy crap. And he's still doing country per se. Yeah, I like that. I mean, he kind of just does what he wants. He doesn't follow. No record sounds the same. I nope. mean, that's the Springsteen way, that, that whole thing where it's like, doesn't matter, but they still, he's kind of been able to just do what he wants and it's cool. He definitely took risks because 
No one usually gets that type of, I mean, I think the story was he was down to his like fifth single and um, smoke a little smoke. He, he was like telling the Warner, this is it. This is what the crowd is, is, is going to. They're yelling this. And the guy was like, all right, it's your own grave to dig. Yeah. And then that, that literally, they basically were like, we're going to drop you if this doesn't go top 10 at least. That was like his first number one out of all of them. <laughs> Leave my Willie Alone's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of, and you think of all the good songs that came before that song. They just didn't hit on radio. And I mean, he's this close from losing his record deal. Not, I think he would have been big in the underworld and he, it would have been his own thing. But yeah, it's cool to see someone somehow kind of push all their chips in and, and it work out. In the yeah. Because it, it, sometimes it doesn't. And, and it's funny because he, he's not like, you know, He's very different. Like he's very different genre wise. Like not even just country music or not even rock music. He's just very different. And, and that's not think about why why he is gonna stick around forever too. I yeah, agree. We're in the world. And like, is he the best singer? No. Is he the best guitar player? No. But he has it. Yeah. It. He can make like your girlfriend go, wow, this guy. Anyone that walks into a room and sees his concert goes, shit, I think I just saw something. Yeah, yes, that's the best way to put it. I think I just saw something. Instead of just like, well, that was a cool show that was produced and perfect on the set list, and they went an hour and 45, and everything was clear cut and everything. They're like, nah, no. I saw it. Like how when our parents kind of talk about these like older guys, yeah. these rock shows and stuff back in the day where you're like, damn. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm the biggest Eric Church fan. I'm yeah, like, Eric shows up an hour late, drinks a ton of Jack Daniels, plays. I heard that party. too. No, like that's what I've been hearing with the newer concerts, which is funny. He won't go on stage until a certain number of tickets are scanned. So, like, because he wants as many people in there as possible. And then he'll just play three hours, which is just like, tell, there's just no one else that wants to do that or put in the work to do that. Yeah. Like, it's very easy to play an hour and a half. That is an easy set when, you, when you're that big. I, I mean, and, and to just add on that work every night, no one would usually do that. No, I mean, not at all. Garth, Garth's probably the only other person that does that type of situation. And uh, you're talking about someone who just can't stop playing. He'll play for two, three hours. But like, if you ask him to keep playing, he'll keep playing. Yeah. Like, literally. he's He'll just do it. Which is great. like me, though, man. That album. That, 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 if you had to say, like, an album that I remember being in my Jeep, like, in high school, just like, whoa. Floor, yeah. And replaying the shit out of that album and i mean every song you can't that's that's the songwriting him and casey bethard they wrote half that album and then it's the coolest just songwriting it it is actually i think it's the coolest thing because i just i don't know i love it i mean listen i i'll go as far as i one day want to get a tattoo that relates to freaking um that one there's that one as much as i just said that about it, is it what i almost was what are you doing well no, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just country boy with the guitar my wife's like you're an idiot i'm like ah yeah probably but. <laughs> no but i really do love the line um in springsteen where it's um funny how a melody sounds like a memory right so like yeah and, and i know it kind of sounds cheesy but if you think about it like if you're a real music fan you love music like you know you and i both do music yeah. is a very important part of lot our, our lives and it like you can always think of like where you were when this happened or where you were in this life what or at this part of life whether it was a good thing or a bad thing uh there was always something that was kind of the soundtrack of your life and i just think it was you know i think it's a cool line and, and uh, well well written lines of, of literally the past decade or 15 years of everything i like i i was in the, like my parents came back in town i wanted to go back to the, the hall of fame and i've been there a few times but like the last time they had kind of had a couple of eric church things and they had the lyric 
sheet to that and it wasn't that originally it was like melody it was reversed or something it, his his writing and then x out was so interesting because the things that he changed made the song it was like the rewrite honestly if he put the song out without the rewrite it wouldn't have hit it wouldn't wow. have done what I'm talking about wow it's, just, it's always crazy to see that the the smallest change can just punch a thing and that line is the line i, I mean that because that, that's it that's music Funny how melody sounds like a memory. Yep. That's it. You're like, shit, you can, I can put you in a time and place for most of my songs or anything like that I love. And I'm with you on that. But yeah, I'll go down to Eric Church Hall. Uh, <laughs> we could have an Eric Church podcast. <laughs> we, we, we literally could, we probably could talk for three hours just yeah, about church. Knowing you're an Eric Church fan. I can... <laughs> so so that's, that's why we're going to divert the conversation before that. You actually. Get away or I'll, just, I'll just keep going, man. We'll do album by album review. <laughs> <laughs> It's, screw screw you we're, we're, we're gonna make it all album by album review that's just gonna happen i love it i love it um so let, let's 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 kind of we, we we touch a little bit on the on the on the rock side of things and, and, the, and the rock country side of things and and kind of how that's influenced you when you when you decided that you kind of wanted to go down this musical right and, and this was something that you wanted to do did you did you know where you wanted to to you know, take that sound or were you just kind of playing around until you found like, like we've talked about, you have a very kind of a raspy, um, yeah. rough, rough kind of rock voice to you as well. So, so I wouldn't say you don't have the, the, the necessarily the twang that comes into more traditional stuff, yeah. but like, I, like I'm not going on the voice and overpowering you. I'm not going on the twang. I mean, I have an accent, but it's a different type of accent. Cause I'm like right on the line of the South. I'm like an upper, I'm an upper Southerner, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So the deep southerners they're like i don't understand where what so like um yeah I, I mean the sound and everything kind of it does i mean i've been here for seven years and i feel like just in the past two or three i've really found what what my my kind of angle is at it but i mean it takes that and everyone says that i mean you think when you move here like oh i got i, I know what i'm doing and i think some of them the bigger people that it happens quick they do know what they're doing but it's hard to really yeah. just like what what is your thing that makes you different and naturally not just be like well, i'm going to do this because that's what they say i should do like okay like and um I, I honestly meeting my best friend alex who produces me kind of meeting a crew of people that have the similar taste and stuff because he's a little more rock influenced too but we still like country it's still country we we don't really use a lot of tracks and are still like a lot of kind of pop tracks it's, if yeah. you use tracks it's a lot more kind of like luke luke kind of deal yeah, yeah kind of that that vibe and um that's always been the thing it's probably probably i probably could have gotten places quicker if i sounded a lot more pop i i know that because like playlisting and stuff it's definitely i sound a little out of place mm -hmm. with with what it is but i mean it's one of those things where i think you just keep doing it until people go well this is cool why is it it sounds different right uh, it's just finding the sounds i mean it's just more definitely more of a rock thing i've always had a different voice so i kind of it's definitely I'm not, I mean, yeah, like, like I'm not like I'm buddies with Cameron. Like Cameron can Cameron's one of the best vocalists on earth, Cameron Marlowe. Like yeah. he literally his scratch vocal on a demo sounds like it's just outrageous. But it's like on your angle, it's like, yeah, he's a great vocalist. Well, what's my thing? I could sing with the songs and the lyrics and then the stage stuff, but um yeah, the rock, rock, the rock thing always, I just, the rock country's kind of coming that way. I, I I love rock ballads. I love, I don't know, but like rock's always influenced country in the past 10, 15 years. It seems. Yeah. hundred percent. Even like, I mean, Lee Bryce, you can say some of those songs 
sound like more rock songs, which rock rock died out. The 2000s rock that we love died out because of the change and stuff. And they all moved here. The yeah. majority of like, we're like, we're like a retirement community for old rock. <laughs> the yellow card dude, the Hender guy, like, tell, like any pop punk in like 2000s rock, they all live here. Scott Stapp lives in Brentwood. Like, it's like they all moved here. So country's kind of always been in that. There's always been that thing to where, and a lot of the players that played in all those things, they're here. You too. see, um, I always see like old videos. I don't, you, I would imagine we, we seem like very similar human beings. It seems like we like very similar things. And I tend to get down YouTube rabbit holes where I look at like, like bands covering other people's songs. Like I could, I can, I have watched that Chris Stapleton covering that Justin Timberlake song and vice versa, like a hundred million times. Right. But I've also seen like, um, was it three doors down? Yeah covering fucking garth like the dance <laughs> i know you're talking about it. like but things like that i yeah, love that stuff i honestly when i play these festivals uh like the three doors i always play uh kryptonite oh yeah because people like it's just a little different and that song always it kills because the country crowd you can tell that's the connection where yeah three doors down, three doors, they live here he lives there the brad from three doors down they tore out of here and that's another thing that's a country band now that would be considered country music yeah at least today in a wild way yeah 100 the youtube rabbit hole thing it's funny um my friend dawson edwards we became best friends like this is like the first year i was in town he's one of the first people i bet because we would sit on my couch and go down youtube holes just like with music we would get a case of beer sit there and go through the deepest Eric Church cuts, the deepest Jason all deep, like any random songwriters we could find, and just what you're saying. Yeah. And it's funny that I didn't know a, lot of, a couple other people do that because we were late night just finding the weirdest. Stuff. Dude, I'm up to like I'm up, sometimes. Yeah. Like this is not an exact. I wish I sometimes I wish this was an exaggeration, but sometimes I um, like to just sit on this couch. And I have the TV in front of me and there's an Apple TV hooked up to that TV. So I go on YouTube and I just keep going through the recommended. I don't even have to move. I just hit yeah. go. I just next, next, next. And next thing I know, I'm 12 beers deep and I'm watching fucking, you know, Nickelback cover some shit. Yeah, or Jack Ingram yeah. covering, Jack Ingram covering like Hinder. Fucking Jake Owen covering Feathered Indians. Like, how, did I <laughs> how did I get this deep into the web? You're like, ah. I never say you're like, damn the algorithm. God. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. But I'm not the only weirdo doing that. We're like deep down, it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm looking at covers of people. Like that. I think it's, that is the cool part of YouTube though, for music wise. I agree. I agree. I think I, I also do the, vo- the whole voice audition thing where I like to see random people covering like some of my favorite artists or like, okay, so wait, this is a true story. This, this is true. Before we keep going here, you need, you need to know this. So Jordan Rager and yeah. Timothy Baker, right? Both kick-ass songwriters both nashville guys i have been watching their covers on youtube since i was about fucking like 14 15 years old and i know them both which is wild right it's kind of weird right yeah and it was the weirdest thing when i when i met them both i was like guys i have to like i gotta tell you like kind of famous because you're like look you when i was young i remember because jordan got really big on youtube early i remember finding him when i was like in high school almost and my friend being like you know this guy check him out yeah with his fucking uh chain that hung off <laughs> yeah so it was like the brantley gilbert days of like stuff it was a tiny brantley gilbert 
It's funny to see you're right though. Yeah, because like it's like that was the first kind of social media stars. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, well, kind of does something. Right. It's funny. And, and, and that that's the stuff I used to watch. And that's where the that's where the YouTube rabbit hole started with that kind of stuff. And um it was always pretty crazy. <laughs> oh my god i know it was always wild hey it's funny though because um because um uh so like we were talking about the tiktok thing right like you you're using the whole rock thing to your to your advantage and then you, you put your sunglasses on you oh all right man, <laughs> man yeah. <laughs> you get the really raspy voice and then and, 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 <laughs> i think that you should do um that you should do kryptonite as your next i think you should use kryptonite as, as one of the ones I'm trying to figure it out people people keep like being like hey do this do that it's like not everything works well yeah but a certain songs is the issue and then like i tried to do one where it was the actual song and this one dude's like no one wants this go back to the fuckery and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like all right i'll sing another song over the nickelback song yeah it's always a thing i've, I've tried to definitely keep it a couple of my songs that then yeah. come back and stuff but yeah it's helped uh Try to just keep content going. Uh, yeah, the TikTok thing's—it's a wild deal, right? Like you never—you never know what's gonna happen, and it sucks because like the dumbest stuff always hits. That is the truest thing. When people are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, honestly, the things that I didn't think would work just become a bit. And my one friend told me this that um, he was like, "Once you get something that works, just keep doing it." And that's been that whole singing songs over Nickelback thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it got me followers, and it's like the time you, that's why people are coming in and. I never had anything that had to do with music. It was more just like more stand-up comedy bits. And like, yeah, that's part of me, but I'm, I'm a musician. So finally getting something that's funny in the music kind of works. And hey, man, Nickelback, baby, come on. Hey, I love it. So so you were talking about the comedy thing here. And obviously we talked a little bit about this off recording, but you do love comedy and you love, you know, you love the whole funny part of it. And, and, and you are a funny guy. I have to say they do make me laugh. I will. I will agree <laughs> with you on that one. And I'm not just going to gas you up for no reason i think it's it's just funny stuff in your perfect world are you uh you know playing music for a living and doing stand-up comedy on the uh on the side as, as fun stuff? Like, honestly like the perfect world i mean playing music and then because some of the the best people you see these rounds the bluebird and stuff some of these bigger writers they're stand-up comedians yeah they have, their interest to these songs are bits the some of the funniest people in songwriting are the most successful i don't know it's it's definitely it's just been that way a lot of the top people are that way they just kind of live life as it's just jokes mm -hmm. and i i would just love to be one of those upper echelon writers yeah if any, i came here to write i love i love the artistry thing i want to play like hell yeah I, I i i'll always play shows it's always a thing but i came here to be a writer i'll always and i mean you can take away my voice you take away anything i'll always be able to write a song that's right that's right. That's the way I look at it. It's like not a fallback plan, but writing comes first. Yeah. Everything else kind of comes afterwards. And yeah, I mean, because the stand up thing, I think shit, John Mayer does stand up. Mm -hmm. He's funny shit. Like, yeah. if, if, I would definitely, if, you get, if, if I got bigger, I would, I would hop into random comedy clubs and do five minutes. Be like, <laughs> Whoa. And then just, just vanish. Like, <laughs> where'd brian like, go he went yeah, off into the dark just get up and do like a bit and then he's back in the concert so it's, I don't know. <laughs> again funny. they cross they cross worlds it's funny but it's just entertainment people like to laugh people like to cry that's yeah. true and you and you can yeah. provide both you can provide I'm hopefully i can give you a little bit of both to where you're like feeling both and I, when you come to a, a brian fraser show i kind of that's kind of the vibe I, I try to give out 
I like it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have two or three ones where you're going to be a little bit like, damn, okay. And the rest are going to be some fun songs. You are a jack of all trades. You know how to do it all. I don't know about that. We're trying. (laughs) (laughs) You're a jack of all trades in my book. It's funny because isn't the the joke, the joke, uh, not the joke, the the funny songs, that's like a big thing. Like artists that can play really serious songs, but also obviously you have like the whole Wheeler Walker Jr. kind of side of things. I love that, yeah. Yeah, but then you have like obviously the new stuff with like Dick Down Dallas, like that's, you know, obviously with Trey. And then and then you have uh, obviously like Masturbator like you talked about. And uh, like Austin Burke put out a song recently or or demoed a song recently called like Wet Dreams or something. And (laughs) right, it was something like that. And it was part of country music. I mean, uh, what is it? Ray Stevens. I don't know if you know that. He's a guy. I mean, country has always had these kind of joking songs. It comes back around every once in a while. Yeah. 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 And and definitely the TikTok stuff has made it to where I got some dirty songs that I can't release because I probably will get canceled. But I I know for sure one of them would go viral on TikTok. I just, I can't bring myself to be, <laughs> yeah. You like once, once we stopped the recording here, I want, I want to know what it is. I'll show you that song. I just can't have it out there. Exactly. All right. I'm okay yeah, with that. Me some doors probably after that song, but I, yeah, remind me and I'll tell you know, <laughs> but it's funny that definitely country music has that realm, which is cool. Tell me another genre that you can kind of joke around to on the other end. I agree. After playing like a heart garner where it punches you in the heart about something. Yeah. I agree. It's 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 a it's a cool side of things that like you kind of wouldn't really expect, but um, you know, it's it's just like let's have fun, screw around. I mean, all the people I know that have gotten big off TikTok, they all have serious songs. Yeah, they have real songs, but the songs that kind of got big on TikTok for them are these just very well written joke songs. It's hard to write a joke song that's not corny. That's That's right. People can try it and be like, oh, oh, you're right. No, like that. It's easy to be cliched in a joke song and it come off wrong, just like a bad joke. Where yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's not that funny. But if you can hit it right, I mean, it's it's another level of writing. Just one of those things. But, That's yeah. right. I think it's super cool, and I love how those worlds collide. I don't think I've ever met someone who likes the whole stand-up world either, as well as well. I'm sure there are people out there, but no it's one's been, ever told it's me. Funny that. though, my my buddy uh, Jordan Hobson is another singer songwriter, and he loves it just as much as me. And we'll go to these stand-up shows just to watch open micers and stuff. Like we'll just hang out, and you can tell they're looking at us like, "Who are these guys?" Because <laughs> we don't look like we belong in the stand-up world exactly. Definitely look like more musicians. And it's just this cross to where they're staring at us like, "What the fuck are these?" So it's a funny. I don't know. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I uh, I hope I get to catch you at a stand up show one day. We'll do it once. Yeah, we'll, we'll cross that. Oh, Brad Paisley's another one. He, he that's true. A, that's true. Guy that, that I grew up loving. I mean, he's a West Virginian dude, and um, I mean, he's funny as hell too. But he's he gets serious. Once you start thinking about it, it's kind of a weird. It's, it's probably cool. more more than we think. That's yeah. the other part of it too. That's so cool, dude. Let's talk. Let's let's kind of segue into your own music here. Obviously, we're you. I I really want to focus in on the new one because it just came out and uh, it's great. I love it, and um, I think a lot of other people will love it too, especially if you don't know it yet. Um, you have you have uh, a good amount of songs out here, and they all have really good numbers. Um, you know, thousands and thousands of numbers just on Spotify alone, which to you must be awesome. Um, but on the radio. New song, yeah. awesome, love it. Uh, kind of this whole, if you're a music fan, whether you grew up in the country or whether you grew up in in the suburbs or in the city, if you if if you are a music fan and you were you know a, a kid like everyone else, where you drove around with some music with your friends, you can relate to this song. And 
it's 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 fun it's relatable and it's awesome so just talk about it i love it yeah i mean uh like i had that title for a while and like you said it's not just like uh growing up in the country it's kind of I, I just think it's just song about I, i'm really big in nostalgic songs i love looking back i mean i think it's the eric church type of thing where you're like that springsteen stuff to where i, I just love those types of songs and when they're written correctly they just really hit and yeah. that one just being an up tempo and really hitting it I wrote it with Mark Orient and uh, uh, Eli Locke, and I've, I've been writing. We have a every Wednesday thing now, and I've, I've some of the best songs in the past two years. I've been writing on those days, and it just kind of fell out because he grew up like I did too, and it's just one of those easy memories, man. I mean, the first verse is literally true. That, that literally pulling up in a parking lot and shoulder tapping a dude, being like, "Hey, man, excuse me, sir, can you buy us a beer?" You know, like you're at the gas station when you're under 21 trying to get someone to get you a case of beer, like. Yeah. Like I literally had a guy on a motorcycle buy us a case of beer. Like he couldn't put that on the back of his motorcycle. And he's like, here guys, have fun. Like <laughs> that, that, that happened. And so putting those in the songs where you're like shoulder tapping at the liquor store for a little bit of six pack change, like that, that's just a real story. And the other, in the, in the second verse, kind of like hanging out by a Creek, it sounds stereotypical, but like that also happened. And it's just those songs. Everyone has those songs where you're like, man, because growing up, I can count 10 different memories. You're like, that sounds like a country song the, the way this like I said those field parties and everything I, I I was very lucky in the friends I had and the way I grew up where it honestly they sounded like the radio and everything that was cool about it and when 90s radio 2000s when it was just like those songs bring it back and those memories and I think even if they're very specific situations everyone you can take it to your own like you, you hear that and you're like oh I remember something kind of like that that's what I was hoping for and it's kind of hit that way and uh yeah man I I I dig that song we had it I've had it for a while um just trying to figure out when to put it out so we're gonna keep putting out a lot of songs I'm putting out one in another four weeks we're gonna see what sticks but on the radio man roll your windows down jam out to it I I I love it I'm proud of it um they're getting better I'm just trying to make good country music and I, I hope fans respond to it too and it seems like they are so yeah it's it's I think that, that that is my my favorite thing about it is that is that like I said no matter who you are no matter where you grew up no matter what you did but no matter what type of music you think you love um, you'll love the song and that's you know that's that's what that's the one thing that I think that 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 allows people to kind of connect with songs and and you know they may not know you before the song but they may go listen to it and be like oh man like he's kind of speaking my language and 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 you know that's cool. That's cool. Exactly. And, I, and I've had people on TikTok kind of, it always, that these are why I write songs. They'll be like, dude, this is me. I had that 92 Chevrolet. Like, <laughs> like people going, that, that's me. I have it. Like multiple people have, have commented and messaged me about it. And they have no idea how, how much that means to a songwriter or like an artist like me, because I mean, we, it doesn't always go right. Most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. And when you have a song hit and people go, this is it, man. This is me too. It, it means more than they ever know. And that's, that's like, it's the most badass feeling. And just everyone grew up the same, really. No matter where you're at, North or South, people are the same. People yeah. did the same fuckery. <laughs> it's just same shit. Different town. Everyone grew up the same. That's right. That's right. I love it. I think it's great. And, um, you know, I love the Garth shirt in the cover too. So you can't, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that record on my, on my wall, like on vinyl. Yeah. I have it like hanging on my wall. Oh, Not that I, I shove it. a nail through those records. I'm going to be honest. Like there are people oh, that do that. Yeah. And I can't stand it. 
I have the shelves and I, I actually listen to the records, but I will put them on the thing every once in a while when I want it to change up. And that is currently on my wall in my room. And uh, yeah. it's one of my favorites. I love it. American Honky Tonk Bar Association. That's right. American Honky Tonk. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, that one's not as crazy, but I love album album artwork and just trying to get it right. It's cool to me. I don't know. That truck. I know. We honestly found that truck randomly. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> truck hit it was a random find. I, I keep. The guy that was I, gonna, Guy that was the guy that owned it definitely was going to come out and beat my ass in the bar, but I was like standing next to it. Like, <laughs> I keep saying that I'm that one day I'm going to own, like, I'm, I'm going to have a second car and my second or my second vehicle, and it's going to be an old truck like that. That's oh, just hell yeah. When I get some money too, yeah, man. Just oh sure. my god, I you used to be on like, windows, perfect, just perfect condition, old 80s, 90s truck. Like, when I was a kid, I was like, I mean, like, I think every, every kid kind of likes cars in one way or another, you know, whether it be, you know, sports cars or whatever. And like, you know, go to car shows and things. And there's occasionally car shows and I'll go to them. And like, you know, I love the Camaros and the vets and all that kind of stuff. And that's all really cool. But you pull up like a, like a fifties Ford or something. Oh, yeah, and I'm yeah. like a kid in a candy store. Like I want to sit in it. I want to yeah, like, sure. you get the wood paneling on the sides. I mean, 100%. come on. Come on can't beat that yeah 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 if i get money i'm spending on some stupid stuff like that i'm gonna have a big garage that doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah. you're the kind of guy who i would feel like end up with like the batmobile like in the- I, i'm gonna have a lot of toys i already i grew up with like dirt bikes and a bunch of kind of little things but like my wife always is like yeah if you get rich you're gonna get a hot tub and a bunch of dumb cars and i'm like yeah, <laughs> i'm like yeah yeah 100 yeah, yeah. hey hey she's not wrong there She's not wrong there. Come on down to the barn when we get that. Don't worry. <laughs> there we go. I love it. I love it. Dude, um, what's coming up? So you said you have you 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 have a song coming out in four yeah, weeks or so. Um, I think that'll be about the time that this kind of uh, hits the airwaves. Oh, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be uh, it's a song called I Don't Miss You. Uh, definitely more little rock rock ballad side of my myself. And uh, I've had that song for a while. Just having, you know, figure out the time to put it out and um yeah man i wrote it with i wrote it with mark that was one of the first rights i wrote it with mark for you and um i've just dug that song it's it's way different and i don't it does it sound country so it's got country writing but it's definitely more in that rock world and uh, um people seem to dig it on tiktok and stuff we'll see what happens but kind of just throwing stuff out there this year see what sticks i feel like i got enough songs that are pretty decent and, and like i love on the radio it's doing well with kind of the good and bad part of spotify is you kind of are forced to just keep putting singles out if you want to build it and right. um, so we're going to have probably six songs this year i just went in and cut two more uh last week with uh I'm a producer and stuff and there there there's some good ones in there i don't know if you know about i put that put me in a bar song yeah um, yeah that, that sounds killer but um yeah the, the new one i don't miss you it's just gonna be a just a rock ballad man and uh yeah I'm excited. It'll I think be I'm great. Wearing a Grawl t-shirt. I think I'm wearing this t-shirt in it. So there's been a, there's a, we'll have a change of scenery. Don't worry. If, if you catch any holes in the t-shirt, don't don't come for him. Just let. Don't just let come for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. The armpit <laughs> might have a little just, hole. Just let it roll. If he's got some holes, it just just builds character. That's all. <laughs> that's yeah. all it is, dude. I'm super excited for it. I uh, if it is if if by chance I I'm I'm gonna say I, I'm not looking at my phone right now, so I don't know what the order looks like. But if by chance the song is out. Um, as this is, as you're listening to this, go stream it, go share it, go love it, obviously do all the great things. And um, if you're listening to this and the song comes out next week, go do the same stuff next week. It's going to, it's going to line up in one of those ways. So, so watch my TikTok. I'll be singing Creed and then you can hear my song. That's um, right. Can't <laughs> beat it. 
Brian, dude, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. You're, you're a healthy guy. Man, you so. I, I really, I really do appreciate it. I, uh, I wish you all the best and uh, we'll have to get to one of those uh, field parties, maybe a stand-up come on, show. Come on down. You can get a Ryan Nelson fire show. That's, that's the only field party we can usually have here. Is, uh, all right. It's backyard, but yeah, man. Come I on love down and, uh, let's do this again soon, brother. I, I enjoyed it, man. Absolutely. I'm so glad. I'm glad. You never know how people are going to take these things. I could be a loser and they could be like, damn, you suck. Nah, but, um, nah, you're pretty chill, dude. I, <laughs> I love it. Everybody, you can go uh, listen to Brian's music wherever you listen to music. His uh, his, his new single's out now on the radio. Uh, it's fantastic. You'll you'll absolutely love it. It's, um like I said, whether you're from River Edge, New Jersey, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Dallas, Texas, Forward, Texas, wherever you're from, uh, you're going to love it. It's, it's relatable and you know, it's fantastic. So go stream it, go share it with your friends, go share it with the random lady walking down the street, go share it with your grandma. I don't care. Just share it um, and listen to it and, and, you know, bump that streaming number up. Cause, uh, cause he deserves it. Everybody can go follow Brian on Instagram uh, at Brian Fraser music, all one word. And um, remember to tune in next week. This is another episode of the member country music podcast. You can rate, remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to it, you can find it. Um, so just go share it. Go do all the great things. This is another episode of the RCM podcast. I'm Kyle Corbis. That's Brian Frazier. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, bro.